Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning into the Nun Report today. I uh, missed a day there yesterday. I had some uh, things to to work through and to, to consider and think about that uh, needed my attention. I was kind of, I don't like to uh, get on, you know, the air or, you know, do a video or, or anything if I can't be in the right headspace to do it. If I'm, you know, if there's too many other things pressing on me, if there's, I'm fortunate I have that freedom, you know, if I'm, if I'm just too uh, anxious or too bummed out, not to be melodramatic or anything like that, but hey, we all have bad days, right? Uh, to try to get up in front of a camera and walk through a show when you really can't emotionally and mentally put everything into it because I don't want to, want to ever put out a half-assed show. I don't want to ever do something that, that is gonna, I'm going to look back on later and go, man, you shouldn't have even done that. That was just, that was just horrible. I don't want to come off in an authentic and I know I don't want to bum you out either. I don't want to, I don't want to share or spread my anxiety or my, my, uh, you know, uh, frustrations or, or, or whatnot onto you because then that would be what a horrible show that would be for to, to tune into. Right. Um, but on, on Monday I, I did a, a show on, uh, abortion and covered it pretty extensively and focused in more on birth controls, birth control methods, by the way, that are all on the planned parenthood site. Uh, there's 18 different types of birth control at least. And that's according to planned parenthood. That was not misinformation. That was real factual information. That wasn't an opinion. Okay. And I talked about the fact that a lot of, uh, women now use abortion as a whoopsie form of birth control. Now, and, and I made some posts. That was, that was my, that was the main part of my show. And, that was on Monday and then, um, or Tuesday, excuse me, day before yesterday. And I made a few posts too on, on Facebook about that. And then, and then all of a sudden, whoa, what do you know? And I don't know, coincidence, I don't know. I got a smackdown from Facebook like I have never seen before. Now this is, keep in mind, this is on my, this is on my business page. Not, so this is on the Nun Report, not my personal Facebook page, which I also have. That's, that's, for, that's for family and dogs and music and cutesy, fartsy stuff, right? The Nun Report is where I get serious. It's a platform I'm trying to build to get more truth out to more patriots and hopefully share information and 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 provide maybe a little bit of entertainment. That's the weirdness part, you know, some truth, some freedom, and and help spread the word out about the the revolution that needs to go on in this country. Now, um, after that, I got a smackdown, and, and let me tell you, they can do things yet. You know, on your personal pages, seven day bans, twenty four hour bans, thirty day bans. We've all had those, right? There are a lot more things they can do to you on a business site than what they do on a personal site. And, um, and they threw everything at me short of disabling my page. And, but they did warn that that was next. Why? Repeatedly sharing false or misleading information. And this is a dangerous slope, people. This is who decides what's misleading and what's false? They, they supposedly hire these independent fact checkers, which we all know is BS. And much of what I do is my opinion. My opinion is not misinformation, okay? And if I provide the information I do provide are from sources that are factual, okay? And I, I state if it's an opinion piece, I make sure to say, look, this is this is an opinion piece, and it should be obvious, right, to the to the casual person. It doesn't take a lot of intellect to figure out if something is opinion versus someone's trying to report factual news or factual information. And uh, of course, they can't tell the difference. Long story short, man, I was I was I was pretty frustrated. I was pretty discouraged, and I was thinking about uh, you know just man, what am I even doing? What am I even doing? And uh, Fortunately, and thank you so much, uh, a lot of people that follow me about uh, on all the social platforms now, a little over 50,000 and uh, 30,000 uh, just on Facebook. Um, thank you for your support. And, and uh, again, I wasn't trying to be whiny. I wasn't trying to be melodramatic. I mean, but I'm a real person too. I can get discouraged. I can get frustrated. And oftentimes I wear my emotions on my sleeves, as you all know. And I want to thank those that, that commented on my page and, and just encouraged me to keep going. Thank me for the information to don't give up. Don't give in, don't back down. And I took a lot of encouragement on that from a 12 year old boy in Colorado Springs recently who did not back down 
And if a 12-year-old boy can go forward and go into the lion's den and go through the fire, then, dang it, <laughs> this 50-plus-year-old this man can as well. So that's where I'm going. And, and today's show, I'm going to kind of cover several things. And some of it's, I didn't do a show yesterday, so this is like going to be a double whammy. All right, I'm going to cover a lot of ground here. I hope to get to all of it. I might not. Hopefully I do. But the general theme of the show, and we're going to talk, we're going to talk about the COVID uh, that, that, you know, that's being talked about now. We talk about the climate, the war in Russia, uh, racism, uh, false news or misleading news, which I just covered a little bit. Um, the FBI and the things they're doing with their pre-dawn raids on, on senior citizens and veterans and, you know, crime, January 6th, what they're doing to Donald Trump. All of these things have one common thread, and that is fear. You see, they put fear into different, the population in general, different segments of the population that are targeted, and they do it by design. This is not, this is, this is my opinion. This is my viewpoint on what I see happening. This is not just some uh, random thing that's happening. This is something that's happening by design by those that are in power those, the elite, political elite, and those that pull their strings, okay? So take, take for instance, oh, by the way, um, you know, back to the misinformation thing really quick. The, this, is, this, is, this is where it gets scary, okay? So I put this out. I said, when someone says fact checkers help keep false and dangerous information out to keep social media safer. What I hear is, so what you're saying is you don't want to form your own opinion and positions based on all the information, only on the information that is allowed. Again, who decides what's allowed? Somebody actually commented on that. So you want people to uh, form their opinions on incorrect information? No. And that, that type of attitude is exactly, these are the people who will bow to the communists. People who believe that, oh, but you don't want people to make decisions on incorrect information. No, I want people to make decisions based on all information all information. The First Amendment and freedom of speech in this country is an absolute. It's not negotiable. It's not flexible. It's not bendable. And those who would give up their freedoms for some sort of perceived safety, as it's been said, shall have neither. And I believe there's a lot of truth to that. I, I, I tried to explain to this person, man, you're exactly the problem. People, we're, we're adult, sentient, intelligent beings with the ability of critical thought to absorb information. They don't even know what the brain can do yet. I mean, they know some of it, but 95% of it, they have no idea what it's doing, but it's the greatest organ in, 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 in mankind. And it processes so much, it's just firing away all the time on all that stuff. We can take it in. We can take in all the information and we can come up with our own damn opinions and our own positions, our own conclusions. I don't need somebody else filtering the information before it gets to me. And that's what they're trying to do. But again, that's also about the fear. That's about the fear that I'm talking about. And do that with a capital F-E-A-R. That's what every single thing I'm talking on my, about on the show today has in common. Uh, this was, this is the, on uh, Twitter, this is their form of fact checking and they call them community notes. This person says it's obviously satirical. And if anybody's, you know, hey, fact checkers, disclaimer, this is satirical. This is a joke. Okay. Travis said, breaking, the Biden administration and Congress has announced new stimulus checks to help struggling citizens. The only requirement you have to be a Ukraine citizen and live in Ukraine. Well, someone thought, you know, their community note, this is factually incorrect. Whereas they have announced numerous aid packages for Ukraine, the Biden administration and Congress has not announced any help for American citizens. First of all, he didn't mention anything about American citizens in his original tweet. And that fact checker is incorrect. These are the types of things that are going on. These are the types of things that are uh, going against um, the freedom of speech and the First Amendment in this country. And, and you know, and, and the LARPers, the, and the, these, these, the, the lapdog media, the legacy media, whatever you want to call it, the traditional media, it has a lot of different names, but these people are horrible. They get their marching orders from the regime in power, the liberal regime, 
And then they just go out there and repeat it like a bunch of like a bunch of robots. It's ridiculous. And this is this is a clip that somebody put together. There's many clips out there that are like this. It's like all the networks get the same marching orders. The editors and producers give it out to their news people, and they all say the exact same thing. This should scare you to death. This is how you control a society. This is how you brainwash a society. It's not Donald Trump holding rallies, this brainwashing society. It's these people that are brainwashing society. Unfortunately, some members of the media, some members of the media, some members of the media, some, some members of the media use their, their platforms to push their own personal bias, to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. This is extremely dangerous to our It is extremely dangerous to our democracy. I will tell you that. I'll agree with you there. <laughs> You're the problem. <laughs> it is dangerous to our democracy. And it's really not a laughable thing. Uh, if it weren't so serious, it would be funny, but you know, it's not. Um, so again, as we go through these topics today, I'm going to cover on a little bit of everything, but keep in mind as we go on this journey together, that, uh, the common thread amongst all of it is about fear and fear equals control. That's what it's all about. It's by design. So while different things may not seem like they're interconnected, I assure you, they are. The COVID scare is coming back. They found a new strain in uh, in Scotland. Oh, no, on the 4th of September. Uh, come and get your new jab if you're eligible, they're saying. Come and get it now. The more and more, and they're saying, some places are actually masking up. I'm seeing more people with masks in uh, retail stores and restaurants, not just the the uh, people going in there, but also the people working there is bizarre. I, it's been, and again, this is another topic that's a super hot topic for, for social media if they decide what you're saying is false. But in my opinion, and in my experience, the mask and the vaccine really didn't do anything. I mean, I didn't wear a mask and I didn't get vaccinated. That was my choice. I'm free to make that choice. And if there were places I couldn't go to because of that or things I couldn't participate in because of that, that's what I did. I just didn't participate. I found alternative things to do. And I wasn't a jerk about it. I didn't do, uh, you know, I didn't yell at people. I didn't get in their face. I didn't, I didn't try to break, you know, the so-called rules where I went. I just changed my life. And, 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 and honestly, I think that for a period of time, it was, I w- my life was better for it. The Independent over in UK, COVID and flu, autumn jabs sped up as fear grows about, this is the new, Variant, by the way, BA.2.86 variant. Symptoms of the new variant include a runny nose, headache, fatigue, sneezing, and a sore throat. (laughs) Just like every other respiratory virus. Just like the flu, just like the common cold. Weird, right? Symptoms of the new variant include a runny nose, headache, fatigue, sneezing, and a sore throat. People have been urged to take up the offer of vaccines as soon as they are invited to come forward. Health Minister Maria Caulfield said, as our world-leading scientists gather more information on the BA.2.86 variant, it makes sense to bring forward the vaccination program. It is absolutely vital the most vulnerable groups receive a vaccine to strengthen their immunity over winter to protect themselves and reduce pressure on the NHS. I encourage anyone invited for a vaccine, including those have, that have yet to even get their first jab to come forward as soon as possible. And of course, you've heard the Biden regime talk about getting the vaccine out mid-September and October and really go get it, go get the vaccine along with your flu shot. And, you know, here's another guy who was really uh, hip on the vaccine. And the interesting thing is, as you look at the presidential race, the, the number two person is still Ron DeSantis in most polls. Vivek Ramaswamy has been climbing in the polls, but a lot of the support that uh, DeSantis has been losing is not going to Vivek, it's going to Trump. And, and, you know, probably rightly so. The guy becomes more popular all the time. But you can't rewrite history. Ron DeSantis is running, first of all, he's the only candidate that does not have a platform on his website. He has no, there are, is no meat and potatoes with this guy. He's just a robot doing what his controllers are telling him to do to become president. All right? Go to his website. Don't trust me for it. There's, and then go to the other candidates' websites. They have a page that lists their platform, what they want to accomplish, what they're going to do as president, and how they're going to do it. Vivek's is one of the best. But Trump's is also very good. The DeSantis camp has nothing. There is no platform. 
All he talks about is all the great things he did in Florida and how he didn't cave to the COVID madness and how he the, his state remained open the whole time. The problem is there's no truth to that because he seems to forget that there are videos that exist. His campaign seems to forget his people out there on social media, his influencers out there, they seem to forget that this was said. Um, so here's, I think, the, the most important thing with the data. If you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, the chance of you getting seriously ill or dying from COVID is effectively zero. If you look at the people that are being admitted to hospitals, uh, over 95% of them are either... Effectively zero. And then let's not forget, he also said this. We set up an innovative and aggressive testing operation. It's, it's pretty frequent. Well, we'll have 100,000 test results in a single day. Do you think we're doing too much testing? The more you test, the less restrictive some of these things are going to need to be. Testing is a double-edged sword. But man, if I could get more of those swabs, um, you know, we could start running through people. Two days yesterday, we reported 95,000 tests. They test and they test. We got tests that people don't know what's going on. And I've said this before. Hey, if you're age 25 to 35 and you may have had a sniffle, just come through. We got another one over here. The young man's 10 years old. He's got the sniffles. He'll recover in about 15 minutes. If I get the rapid tests uh, to come in, they're going to be making 50,000 of those a day. It could be the testing's, frankly, uh, overrated. Maybe it is overrated. So there you go. So let's not forget history. Let's not forget who was on the side of non-mandates. Now, the only thing Trump did was, was the, two, the 15 days to flatten the curve. After that, even though he promoted the vaccine, even though he said to follow what you know, people said, he also, at, at the same breath, said that it was a state's issue, a local issue, and that nobody should be forced to do anything or lose their job because of it. He said that multiple times, not just in the beginning. And he'd recently put this out regarding the COVID thing. And uh, people... I don't know if you've seen this yet. It just, just came out. He's always putting out videos. Uh, Donald Trump on the new COVID scare that's going about and that's going to continue into the election year. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. They want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Does that sound familiar? These are bad people. These are sick people we're dealing with. But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, hear these words, we will not comply. So don't even think about it. We will not shut down our schools. We will not accept your lockdowns. We will not abide by your mask mandates. And we will not tolerate your vaccine mandates. They rigged the 2020 election, and now they're trying to do the same thing all over again by rigging the most important election in the history of our country, the 2024 election, even if it means trying to bring back COVID but they will fail because we will not let it happen. When I'm back in the White House, I will use every available authority to cut federal funding to any school, college, airline, or public transportation system that imposes a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate. Thank you very much. There you go. There's his policy position. There's his platform spelled right out, right? I'm going to go on here. You know, what he says is kind of scary. Um, and because, because it, not because he's wrong, but because the left despises him so much and, uh, that really there, there's not a lot more you can do. And Tucker Carlson laid it out pretty good. I mean, they've, they, they've, they tried to stop him getting elected in 2016 with the Russian hoax. They succeeded with, suppressing the Hunter Biden laptop and other information in 2020 to not get him elected. In between, they impeached him twice. Then they blamed him for January 6th, and they've indicted him four times now. 
And every single thing, every step along the way, he's actually become more popular. He's risen in the polls. He's raised more money. And the establishment, they can't stand it. They, they don't understand it. Every single thing they try has failed. In fact, it's backfired. And it's to the point now where we should seriously become concerned for his safety. And I'm not the only one saying it. This is what Tucker Carlson had to say on the issue. What do you think the future holds? Is it? I don't know. It's is mean, fear. Are they going to let Trump be president? No, of course. I mean, look, if, you know, they protested him, they called him names. He won anyway. They impeached him twice on ridiculous pretenses. They fabricated a lot about what happened on January 6th in order to impeach him again. It didn't work. He came back. Then they indicted him. It didn't work. He became more popular. Then they indicted him three more times. And every single time his popularity rose. So if you begin with criticism, then you go to protest, then you go to impeachment. Now you go to indictment and, and none of them work. What's next? I mean, let, you know, graph it out, man. We're speeding toward assassination, obviously. And no one will say that, but I don't I don't know how you can't reach that conclusion. You know what I mean? Like they have decided permanent Washington. Both parties have decided that there's something about Trump that's that's so threatening to them. They just can't have him. I mean, they're putting him on trial in March of next year in the J6 case which basically consists of trying to send him to prison for the rest of his life for complaining about the last election. That's literally what it is. Again, if this were happening in Moldova, the State Department would issue an all-hands-on-deck order to let the world know this is not a legitimate government. And yet our government is doing it. It's like, it, I, it's, it's really, it's hard to overstate how bad this is. And I'm not, I, I don't, I don't know where it's going, but there's a collision that's clearly imminent. And by the way, the president is senile in a way that's impossible to deny. Biden's not running the government, you know? So, like, I don't know. I've never been this worried about anything as I am about where this is. And that's coming from probably the the, the most accurate, highest uh, rated political commentator and analyst that we've seen in recent history. I mean, he, he is number one and there's a reason for it. He's right a lot of the time and his delivery is, I mean, you can't beat Tucker Carlson on delivery and presentation. So he's a, he's a smart guy and he's usually correct. And let's hope that in this case he's not, but I, but I, I kind of fear that he is. And again, this is about intimidation. This is about Fear, not putting fear into Donald Trump because the man is fearless. This is about putting fear into the supporters, arresting the January 6th people, putting grandmas in 61-year-old grandmothers in prison for 15 months for spending 18 minutes peacefully walking through the Capitol building. That's about intimidating and putting fear into the supporters of the America First movement, not just of Donald Trump, but of America First and freedom and the Constitution, people who believe in those things collectively and individually. It's about silencing them, intimidating them, and again, fear. Because if they could put enough fear into enough people, then they maintain control. That's what this is all about. That's what the COVID thing is about. That's what the J6 thing is about. That's what going the witch hunt against Donald Trump is about. That's what... You know, the, the reverse racism about it, the wh whole white supremacy scare, that's what that's about. That That's aimed at a particular demographic to put fear into a certain portion of the people. COVID is meant to make everybody scared. The J6 and the Trump thing is made to make just a certain portion of the people scared. So it's targeted intimidation as well as collective intimidation. And it's all happening simultaneously to freak and confuse people. It is gaslighting. It is disgusting. It's un-American, it's unconstitutional, it goes against everything this country was founded on. And, and, and people just, there's so many people that just lay over. I like to say, do the seal clap. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, it, that part is even more scary because that means that to some extent, what they're doing 
to gaslight and brainwash people to get them to be fearful is working. And that's evidenced by the person who said that, so what, you you want people to make opinions based on incorrect information, referencing that fact-checking and censorship is a okay? It's okay? Because somebody else needs to decide what goes out to the public. We can't decide on our own. Which, by the way, in that when that happened and uh, and I got the smackdown, uh, I want to... Uh, I want to thank everybody, but a lot of people ask, what can you do? What can we do to support you, Dan? What can we do to, uh, well, here's what you can do. First of all, develop platforms outside of those that, that, that will shut you down, such as Truth Social, such as Rumble. I've chosen to put my videos on Rumble because I know that they're on the edge. I know they won't fly on YouTube. I would be kicked off the first week. So I go to Rumble. That's how you can support me. Go to rumble.com slash the nun report and follow my page. It's free. You don't get spammed. I'm not going to inundate you. It's just shows support and puts those numbers up. Those numbers get up. The videos get out to more people generically. It, it, it helps with the distribution of the algorithms and exposure. That's how you can support me. You can support me by going to Twitter and following me there. You can support me by going to Truth Social and following me there at the Nun Report or on Twitter at Nun Report. But, uh, and, and watch these videos. And another thing that you can do to support me, share my pages, not just on your page, but close friends, message them, say, Hey, check out the nun report and this guy, Dan, he's got some good stuff. If, if in fact you do believe that and, uh, that get them to follow me, get them to follow me on Facebook, get them to follow me on Twitter, follow on the rumble channel. What is Rumble? It's part of the alternative economy. It's their free speech alternative to YouTube. And they've got great stuff there, man. They got cooking channels. You could look up fishing. You could look up music. You could look up banjos. You can look up German shepherd dogs. It has all the stuff that YouTube does. YouTube does. It has music, but it also has a ton of podcasters like myself speaking the truth that would get banned in other places. Anyway, that's how you can support me if you'd want to. And, and others like me too, by the way, not just me. But others out there that are trying to support truth, freedom, and in my case, a little bit of weirdness. Glenn Beck had a conversation with, with Donald Trump regarding the debate and vice presidency. This is what Trump had to say. Check it out. I thought this was great. Last question. Uh, you said that you weren't, uh, you weren't going, but you would be watching the, uh, the debate for a vice president. Have you thought of Vice President Ramaswamy? Well, I think he's great. Look, anybody that said I'm the best uh, president in a generation, I don't know, you'll have to define generation, but it's a long time. And uh, he said it a couple of times, and he said it in 100 years. So I have to like a guy like that. You know, I can't get up upset with him, but he's a smart guy. Uh, he's a young guy. Uh, he's got a lot of talent. He's a very, very, uh, a very intelligent person. He's got good energy, and he, he could be in some form of something. I tell you, I think he'd be very good. I think he's very good. I think he's really distinguished himself. He's starting to get out there a little bit. He's a little bit getting a little bit controversial. I got to tell him be a little bit careful. Because some things you, you have to hold in just a little bit, right? But he's, uh, he's got a lot of good energy, I will tell you. And he's, he's, uh, he's been very nice to me. And, and, you know, most of them have, other than Christie. Don't forget, Christie left with an 8% oh, yeah. approval rating. Oh, yeah. So Donald Trump speaks pretty highly of Vivek Ramaswamy. I've been telling you people, I've been trying to expose you people. I love Vivek Ramaswamy. I love what he's saying. I love how he communicates. I think the fact that he's educated and articulate and well-spoken is a good thing. I think the fact he's able to get his platform out is a good thing. I think the fact that, by the way, on his page, has a page that debunks every single piece of BS that the DeSantis camp and others are putting out there, that doesn't mean I'm going to vote for him for president. I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. But even Donald Trump speaks highly of him. So if you're an only Trumper and all you do is love Donald Trump and you value his opinion and his viewpoints, why would you not like what Vivek Ramaswamy is saying? He is a smart guy. And even President Trump believes so. Okay, so I'm falling behind here. <laughs> this, this, this show may go over. You know what? Screw it. If it goes over, it goes over. If you want to listen longer than, uh, than the 50 minutes that I usually do, 50 to 55 minutes, this might go an hour and 10. Who knows? 
man. But I'm not bound by any, I'm not in a radio slot that's per se where I, I'm restricted by time. I don't have a particular time slot. I, uh, I, I just kind of make my own schedule. It's kind of cool. And I'm going to put this video out. And if it ends up being an hour and 10 minutes, then then that's what it's going to be. Gosh darn it. So, uh, because man, it's good stuff here. The other aspect of fear that you see is what's happening in school board rooms across this country. And 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 again, this that's a common thread today is fear and fear equals control in the mind of the tyrant, in the mind of the communist, in the mind of the Marxist, and in the mind of the useful idiots. And they, they just go along and it's happening more and more. You, you've seen tons of videos. We've all seen them in school board rooms where a parent goes up or a community member. By the way, you don't have to be a parent to go to a school board meeting. You don't have to have kids in the school, grandkids, nothing. If you're living in that district and you're paying taxes that help support that public school system, you are allowed, in fact, it's your obligation if you want something to change, to go to those school board meetings and get yourself involved. Sign up to speak if you've got something to say. Again, you don't have to have kids in the system. You're a taxpayer supporting the public school system, generally by property taxes in most states. So, uh, so by all means, do it. But you see them, you've seen the videos where they drag people, where they try to shut them up, where they try to discount what they're saying, where they won't let them speak, where they shut off their microphones, where they even have them arrested. This happened to this man. He was simply reading from material that is available in the school libraries. And they wouldn't let him continue reading it. It got to the point where they took his microphone away. The he stood his ground. He continued to read out of the very material that's available to the kids in this school district at the library. And eventually they had him removed from the, from the room forcefully. Check this out. Now on the topic of these pornographic books that you keep calling these uh, point of contacts on as it relates to whether they should be read or not. Um, 13 Reasons Why by Jay Asher currently in Storm Grove Middle School and Freshman Learning Center. Page 265. As if letting him finger me was going to cure all my you. problems. Sir, I'll stop but you in there. the end, Sir, I, I will never stop told you there. Away. And then and we will continue you to stop rubbing circles on I'm going my to stomach. Stop you there, please. Instead, you rub you back and forth please? gently along my way. Your pinky made its way under the top it, of my please. panties Sir, and rolled back it. and forth from here to here. Thank you. Yes, sir, I ask you to stop. And you're going to have to leave if you don't continue with that. Yes, sir. No, sir. I ask you to stop. I ask you to stop. Sir, if you don't, sir, I'm asking you to stop. If you don't do it, we're going to have you removed. Thank you. Please. I've asked you to stop. Yes, sir. I've asked you to stop. Sir, I'm asking you to stop. Yes. And I, when I stop, it's removed. And I've asked you to stop, so they were removed. Okay, sir. Mr. Teske, would you remove him, please? Three warnings. Three warnings. I've asked you, please, to remove. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because you won't stop. You won't stop. I've asked you to stop. Okay, sir. I just said I've stopped you from reading. It's going to be removed, so I'm going to ask you to go. It's not right that you're not listening. Sir, he needs to be removed. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay, this woman, I don't, I don't know who she is. I know nothing about her other than what I've seen on this video. And I can tell you right now, she's part of the problem. She's a tyrant. She's a control freak. And she has, this man is simply reading from material that's available in the library to the children, trying to point out the lunacy of it. Man, these people are lunatics. And the lunacy that they're allowing children, this is, this is horrible, all right? But then, but then she treats him like a child. He's trying to point out, look, man, we don't want our children... Uh, Exposed to this, she shuts him down, and then she says, I've given you three warnings. Like, And remember when you would tell your kids, I'm counting to three. One, two, three. This, this is their mentality. This is what they are trying to do to adult human beings that are simply concerned about the kids in their community and the direction of the public school system. So she counts to three, like you would to a child, tells him, you need to listen to me like you would to a child. Then has her removed from the room. And this is happening alarmingly more and more all the time. And it's, uh, 
it's really, it's really scary. And if, if this doesn't bother you, man, even look, if there's, and, and I know I, I got some liberal people that watch this show. I got some lefties out there once in a while, they'll tune in and then they'll comment. They rarely make it this far in the video. We're at about 35 minute mark and they don't usually uh, keep on this long, but sometimes they do. And if you are listening, just back up a little bit and look what I had there. You have school board people treating adults that have every single right to be there. They have every single right to point out their grievances. And he was using material. That's, so it's, it's okay for the kids to read pornographic material where it talks about a guy fingering a girl. But if, a, if an adult comes into a setting like that, they count to three and then you're in trouble. Disgusting. James O'Keefe, again, with uh, OMG. That's for O'Keefe Media Group, since he, he got uh, booted from Veritas, which, by the way, <laughs> is not doing well, if you don't know. Um, but not surprising, right? You get rid of your number one guy and founder and the guy who makes things spin the name, the face. Uh, of course, that's going to happen. Anyway, he the, the video, uh, I wasn't able to get clips from it. It was, I think it's, uh, there's some sort of, uh, I just weren't able to get a clean copy. So, but this is what was said. So, he goes, this is a New Jersey school, and he, he's, of course, wearing a body cam. And the footage has police and, again, <clears throat> school board officials colluding to silence people. They're profiling people, first of all, and then silencing the people that are profiled. And, and the, the, the video is about 24 minutes long. Maybe, no, maybe a little bit less than that. Go to, uh, go just look up O'Keefe on Twitter or on uh, Rumble, you're going to find the video. It's 20 minutes and 24 seconds, so it's just said. So uh, so go ahead and look it up and, and watch it because this is unbelievable. Uh, police body cam footage shows New Jersey school board officials calling police on citizens who look Trump-ish and compares them to Antifa. So here's what the school board officials and police really think of Trumpish people when they forget the cameras are rolling. And then he got a hold of this body cam footage is great. On August 8th, Livingston school board members called the police on citizens because they didn't recognize them. They're different looking. Um, they look Trumpish. They look scary. Tony McLaughlin, executive assistant to the superintendent, told the police officer, this is on camera, this is on video. The story is long. I'm not going to go into it. But And we didn't recognize them. This goes back to what I said. Look, in, in, as the video continued, she talked about, we don't recognize them as parents. We don't recognize them as people from the community, blah, 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 blah. As I said, you do not have to be a parent to go to school board meetings. And how you look has zero meaning on whether you can be there or not. They called the police on people because they looked Trumpish. Now you tell me, is this not about fear and intimidation? Is this not about silencing people? Is this not about censorship? Is this not about, they, they want to say that because we don't want pornographic materials in schools, that we want to ban books while they're sitting there and not letting people exercise their very basic, very fundamental, very important right of free speech. Yeah, yeah. So you see what it's about, right? I hope that you do. I hope that I'm not losing you. I hope that I'm keeping you engaged because this is important stuff. In fact, it's fundamental to the survival of our country. I'm on fire today, man. I, I am that that wound me up. You know what? I would say thank you, Facebook, for giving me a little wake-up call on just how bad it's become. Because I've known it all along, obviously. I'm not, I mean, I'm doing this, right? But every once in a while, you need a reminder about why you're doing what you're doing and why you continue to do it and why it's so important that patriots continue to get the word out, continue to spread the truth, continue to be an American. And all of that entails. Joe Biden is out there trying to scare people about climate change, of course, because never let a good crisis go to waste. He's out there talking to people about uh, fires and about hurricanes and basically lying the entire time. 
because the, the data just doesn't support what he's saying. And I'm going to provide data. Okay. Is this, I'm going to provide some opinions too. There's no doubt about that, but I'm going to provide some data. I'm sure that it's going to be labeled as false and misleading, even though it's factual. Um, but it doesn't, doesn't go with the narrative. Anyway, Joe Biden had this to say, I'm going to play the clip and then we'll go ahead and, and we'll walk through it. Check it out. I don't think anybody can deny the impact of the climate crisis anymore. Just look around. Historic floods. I mean, historic floods. More intense droughts. Extreme heat. Significant wildfires have caused significant damage like we've never seen before, not only throughout the Hawaiian Islands in the United States, but in Canada and other parts of the world. We've never seen this much fire. And while we're dealing with this latest extreme weather event, I remain laser focused on recovering and rebuilding efforts in Maui. We were out there and many of you were there as well. It's devastating what happened there. When I took office, I directed my team to raise our game and how we lead and coordinate our responses to natural disasters. And uh, because I've been around a while and I've known how these function. To ensure we met people where they are, when they need our help the most because of the devastation of I'm sure they really appreciated your $700 that probably helped their family survive for uh, two or three days if they were staying in a motel good job good job I don't know if laser focus was really the best um, best thing to say but that seems to be their latest that's their latest term Karine Jean-Pierre she keeps saying it. the president is laser focused the president is laser focused she just said it too he's laser focused I've heard newscasters on the lamestream media say these laser focused somebody made this I think it's funny as heck but <laughs> I don't considering that there are those out there I, I don't I don't necessarily prescribe to this I haven't looked into it enough to have an opinion on it there are those who have said that the fires were caused by lasers and I'm not sure that that's the best terminology for them to be using all things considered. Well, he says that we've never seen fires like this. We've never, we've seen so many fires. There's the world is burning because of climate change. Well, is it, is it really? Because according to, to national statistics, the number of uh, 10 million acres, that's what this per 10 million. So, uh, two times 10 million, three times 10 million, four, as the graph goes up. Going back to 1926, things were burning a lot more then. Much more acreage was burning then. Today in 2022, you can see where the little red arrow is down there in the corner. In fact, less acreage has burned in the United States this year then uh, looks like about 1995 and certainly much less than in 1926. So for him to go up there and say that the fires, the fires, we're burning more than it's ever burned before. Fear. Remember, keep that in mind throughout this show, every single thing that they are putting on you whether it's climate, whether it's COVID, whether it's FBI raids, whether it's J6, whether it's indictments. The list goes on. I have a list. Let's take a look at it. The climate. Oh, war in Ukraine. Russia, 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 of course. Racism, white supremacy, false news. Fentanyl, the border. All of this. Generate a crisis to generate fear. How about hurricanes? He says that hurricanes are getting stronger and stronger and, and more and more. Well, you know, the fact is uh, they are not. This graph was compiled. It's a global major hurricane frequency, a 12-month running sum. So that's the gap in between. The, bot the top line is all hurricanes, 64 knots and greater. And then the bottom line is major hurricanes, which are 96 knots or greater. And it dates back to 1980. And so you can see that it really hasn't changed at all. The intensity nor the frequency since 1980, which is how long this, this, this graph goes. So, and this was compiled, it was updated July 31st, 2023 at Ryan Mao. So uh, 
Again, it's just what they say to generate fear. If a person is willing to dig, just not even dig deeply, just below the surface, just a little bit, just, just brush off the dust on top. Wipe the frosting off the cake. Get down to the, get down to it. That's where the truth is. The truth is rarely on the surface because that is the real misinformation. The real misinformation is what they tell you, what they want you to believe, what they, the only information they want you to have. Go, go a little bit deeper, not even much deeper because that's where the truth lies. And you, you'll see that most of what they say is simply not true and it's there to generate fear. There have been at least 1,793 major hurricanes around the world since 1851. But according to the press, the most recent one is your fault. In other words, these hurricanes have been happening. There have been, well, 1,800 of them, let's say, since 1851 that are recorded. These are major hurricanes. 96 knots or greater. So strong ones. Since, uh, (laughs) Since 1851. Yet the ones that are happening today are because of us. In 1851, people were walking around in in leather shoes and riding horses. <laughs> How about temperatures? He also mentioned temperature, global temperature is increasing. We're getting hotter and hotter all the time. Percentage, this is in the United States. Percentage of stations reaching 95 degrees or higher. And the red line is a 10-year mean average of 75.9 degrees. This dates back to 1900. Well, looks like to me at about 1939, 1938 is where we really peaked. And the fact is, according to all the temperature gathering stations in the United States, U.S. Weather Service, the temperatures have actually decreased since the 1930s. And in fact, we're at the lowest point in average temperatures throughout the United States at all the reporting stations since 1900. And they'll sit there and tell you that the temperatures are rising, that the seas are rising, even though the seas haven't risen any measurable amount. The ice caps are melting. The storms are getting stronger. The fires are increasing. The world's dying because of man-made climate change. Are you scared yet? Because again, that's what it's about. Biden keeps telling this story. And uh, it's, of course, not true. Excuse me, had a little something there in the back of my throat. Out of practice. Um, but he's repeated this story over and over, and it seems to get more grandiose over time. And that is that his, his, his home... He had a kitchen fire is what really happened. It was a small kitchen fire that was contained within 20 minutes. But yet, according to him, half his house almost fell down. He had to evacuate for seven months. Two firefighters almost died. I mean, if you compile it all together. So he knows what it's like to be in a disaster. He knows what it's like for the people on Maui. He knows what it's like for the people who suffer hurricanes. He knows what it's like to lose everything because he almost did, including his Corvette and his cat. And it's disgusting. And he's outright lying. He is complete, utter BS. And what's even worse, and, and I, man, I, I'd already come up with you already you kind of come up with a thing in your head, and I've got my uh, my show outline, um, like I've shown you before. This was today's show outline, as you can see, pretty extensive on a little tiny notepad. Most of it's up here, but I need bullet points to remind me where I want to go. The uh, um, the fire just simply wasn't that great, but see, it's always got to be about him. And Bongino brought this up this morning. I listen to his show almost daily, and uh, but that's, I'd already come up with the, with you know the thoughts before then and, and what was going to happen in the monologue. But I agree 100%, man. This guy is a complete douchebag. It always has to be about him. It doesn't matter how bad the tragedy is. He's going to try to relate back a story to himself and make it about himself. Why? Because he doesn't care. He doesn't give one shit 
about any of those people in Hawaii or any of those people in Florida or anywhere else where they've experienced real, true loss because this man has lived a lap, a life in a lap of luxury and entitlement and security for his entire freaking life. He has no idea what it's like to lose everything. But he'll tell you he does. Let's take a look at some of these examples. Most recent one. Lightning struck in a pond behind my house, went up underneath the conduit, caught the... Uh, it caught fire underneath the floorboards of my house, and uh, it was during the summer. Air conditioning was on. Smoke that thick all three stories. The reason I can show you that is because every piece of furniture had to be replaced because of the smoke. But guess what? My fire company was there to go in and save my wife, get her out, the cat, and my 67 Corvette. Save the wife, save the cat, save the 67 Corvette. Thank God that little kitchen fire didn't <laughs> the fire department actually came out with a statement and said that in fact it was a small kitchen fire if you look at it uh, lightning sparks fire at biden's house lightning struck the home of this article is from 2004 when it happened this was a long time ago that it actually happened almost 20 years ago lightning struck the home of senator joseph biden starting a small fire a small fire that was contained in the kitchen contained no one was injured in Sunday's fire, which started amid a storm that caused serious flooding in Pennsylvania and knocked out power to hundreds of Delaware homes and businesses. Biden is Delaware senior senator and the top Democrat on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. His wife, Jill, reported the fire Sunday morning. Many lightning strikes were reported in Newcastle, New Jersey. So what happened? So there was a fire. She called the fire department, left the home, I'm assuming. The firefighters had no, no role in saving her life. She probably took a cat with her. Firefighters arrived to find heavy smoke coming from the house, but were able to keep the flames from spreading beyond the kitchen. Luckily, we got it pretty early. The fire was under control in 20 minutes. So while I'm sure there was a lot of smoke damage, I'm sure, I mean, tons. That's, he did have to replace a lot of his furniture. He did have to move out of the house while that was all done and, and the restoration was done. Smoke damage could be bad. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not denying that. But, the, but he sits there and tries, he starts to say, half my house almost collapsed. Check this out. I didn't anything like that, but I lightly struck my house. We had to be out of that house for about seven months. I was repaired because so much damage was done to the house and half the house almost collapsed. Half the house almost collapsed. So it's gone from a small kitchen fire that was contained in 20 minutes to half my house almost collapsed and my wife almost died. The Corvette was saved. The cat was saved. And this is what he had to say over in Hawaii. I don't want to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was 20 years ago. in Washington okay. doing Meet the Press. It was a sunny Sunday. And lightning struck at home on a little lake that's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond, and hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, the air conditioning duct. To make a long story short, I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, <laughs> and my cat. But all kidding aside, I watched the firefighters, the way they responded. No, <laughs> Almost, there he goes again. Almost lost my wife, my vet, and my cat. It's all about me. Look what happened to me. This is in Maui. They just lost everything. They had friends and family die. There's still thousands of people missing. Hundreds of people confirmed dead. And he's sitting there talking about his little kitchen fire as if that was the end of the world. And so I know what your loss is. I can experience I. I have empathy with you. He doesn't have a, he doesn't have one single molecule or atom of empathy in his entire freaking body. Not one. There's one person Joe Biden cares about one person. And that's himself. And it's obvious every time he opens his mouth. This is what he had to say down in, this was uh, in Florida. I know from experience. How much, Last year. how much anxiety and fear and concern there are in the people? We didn't lose our whole home, but lightning struck, and we lost an awful lot of it about 15 years ago. We lost an awful lot of it. Really? <laughs> you lost an awful lot of your home? Man, that's wild. And then finally this. 
where he makes even more claims that, you know, a couple of firefighters almost died fighting his little kitchen fire. I, uh, I, was, uh, I, I was doing Meet the Press, and uh, lightning struck a little pond behind my house, came up through the ground into the air conditioning system, ended up generating thick black smoke, literally, literally that of those proportions. And from the basement to the third floor, the attic, everything was ruined. And the kitchen floor, we almost lost a couple firefighters, they tell me, because the kitchen floor was the burning between the beams in, in, in the house. And the a small kitchen fire that was contained in 20 minutes almost lost two firefighters. This guy, and again, he, he can't tell the truth. He's been told not to tell the story. But it's all about him. And, and, and then he uses other people's prop, firefighters, his cat, his Corvette, his wife. So half the house almost collapsed. Two firefighters almost died. Fortunately, they saved his wife, his Corvette, and his cat. And none of it's true. The only truth in any of that is that there was probably a ton of smoke damage in his house that required them to be out of the house for a period of time while it was repaired, while the, the smoke damage was, was fixed. So anyway, I, I don't know what, I don't know what else to say on that. I did, there is another story I want to get to. Uh, first, I'm going to, you know, talk about the fact that some of these people that are our elected representatives, they need to not be our elected representatives any longer because they can no longer function. Dan Feinstein is one. And on the flip side of the aisle is this guy. Remember about a month ago? Remember when this happened? He just freezes while giving a briefing. He was asked a question. He can't he can't answer it. And he was he was escorted away. And they blew that off. Now, if, if something like that happens one time, it might be a fluke. This happened 2 days ago. Question, Senator, running for re-election in 2026. All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Senator, Penny. Yep. So his aide has to step in. Did you hear the question? And he just, he can't, he, he, he's, he's, He's catatonic. Something happens. Something disconnects. Something, I don't, don't know what it is, but it's certainly not something that should be regular in a person that holds the strongest seat in the Senate representing the United States of America. Right? I mean, can we agree on that? Can we agree on that one? So let's move on to a truly inspiring story. I covered it on the show uh, earlier in the week, and that is, this uh, 12-year-old boy in Jaden is his name in Colorado Springs wore a backpack to school that had a Gadsden flag patch on his backpack. They pulled him out of class. I showed the video. I'm not going to replay the video today, but uh, I'm going to follow up on that story because the kid stood his ground. His parents supported his decision to do that. And he's been on several of the big shows now, man. I think he's been, I mean, he's been on a lot of them. And, uh, and he's had... I think, man, from standing his ground, he is and his parents supporting him on his decision. So they weren't going to let him go back to school. The school board did reverse their position because of the outcry, I think, because of the backlash, because this went totally viral and made them look really bad because they were bad. Because the, the administrator pulling him out said that the Gadsden flag represented slavery, which is not true. This is about the Revolutionary War. It, that's what it was. It was about representing the flagship of the Navy. Had nothing to do with slavery. Anyway, which these are te these are school administrators. They don't even know our own history. No wonder they don't teach it. They don't even know it themselves. 
But uh, anyway, this, this kid, he stood his ground. Uh, I love it. I'm going to play a couple of clips here from him. Oh, the school board, first of all, I mean, here's their retraction. Um, upon learning of these events, the Vanguard School Board of Directors called an emergency meeting from Vanguard's founders. We have profoundly supported our Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and ordered liberty that all Americans have enjoyed for over 250 years. The Vanguard School recognizes the historic significance of the Gadsden flag and place its place in history. This incident is an occasion for us to reaffirm our deep commitment to a classical education in support of these American people. This time, Vanguard School Board and District Ham informed the student's family that he may attend school with the Gadsden flag patch visible on his backpack. So it ended well. But this kid, he's running for, uh, I think, uh, student body president as well, which is kind of cool. Um, he was on, uh, he was on with Charlie Kirk and, and asked some questions. This kind of, and, and they, they did, they did a lot of the cutting editing so that I don't have to, but I did do want to give the credit of course to them. Uh, this is what he had to say. Check it out. If it didn't go viral, I'd probably get, they'd probably suspend me. What is your advice to the other teenagers or soon to be teenagers that are afraid to speak up? I tell them to ponder this question. Would you rather have friends but live, in, live under a tyrannical system or stand up for yourself and your rights and, but maybe lose a few friends? I mean, I sat at lunch alone today, which is weird. Like my friends didn't like me. So yeah, you, you will lose friends maybe, but however, you're standing up for your rights and vouching for them because if no one stands up for the, your god-given right then they just fade away when i walk in the hallways i kind of feel sad because there's kids that can wear pride pins and like the school doesn't say a word a gadsden flag is so-called a hate symbol the reason that they do not want the flag due to its origins is because it was I don't have free, I don't have the First Amendment. They don't give me it. That angers me. This is a 12-year-old who's standing up against bullies, who is willing to fight for liberty and freedom. So I hope everybody is as inspired as I am that we have 12-year-olds that understand the implications of the. F there are those young. There is a young generation out there, and it should inspire us. It should give us hope. For the future of the United States of America as we know it. First thing we need to do though is win in 24 and get rid of the communists that are in the office right now. So I draw, I personally have drawn inspiration and motivation from this young man. He's 12 years old. His first day back at school didn't go very well. He was kind of shunned. His next day went a little bit better. Check it out. There's your update from 12-year-old Jaden in Colorado Springs. And, um, man, I love you, kid. You've got a great message. The fact that he stood up and held to his beliefs and, and held to his positions and his platform and prevailed, prevailed against a huge system that is designed and developed to suppress you, suppress your speech, suppress your freedom to make you fearful. It's motivating. Other kids are putting Gadsden flag stickers on their lockers. This little kid started a movement. Straight A student. On the honor roll. Running for class president. And uh, there are those amongst us who stand out. Anyway, uh, you know, take, take motivation from those. And remember, all of this, and this is why be, be a jaded. Stand up 
against their attempts to silence you. Stand up and stand strong and stand proud and defend your God-given rights of freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, freedom against illegal search and seizure. Because they're inalienable. Freedom of speech is number one. And the first thing they try to get rid of is the First Amendment. Because if you can speak freely and if information can flow freely, then you could be dangerous. Because you would have all the information you need to make a decision that those in power might not agree with. You might take a position that those in power did not agree with. So, of course, the first thing they go after is freedom of speech. It starts with children. It builds its way up. Of course, they want to take your guns, too. But know that there is hope. Because when you look at young people like this, and some of the young Republican groups that are out there are incredible as well. If he can stand up against a system that's designed to make him fearful and prevail, then that means shouldn't we really as adults be able to stand up, hold to our beliefs and our our convictions and also prevail? I think so. I have hope in America. I love this country. I love our constitution. The first amendment is absolute and free speech is the most important. It's the foundation. It's the bedrock of a free society. Don't let them take it. I'm not letting them take mine. Follow me on rumble.com slash the Nun report. Please give me a follow. Spread me like peanut butter all over the place. All right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but whatever, please share me out. Uh, get other people to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and of course, rumble.com slash the men report. I want to thank you for watching. If you've just been listening, make sure to check me out again on rumble.com slash the men report. I'm on all the podcast channels too, but anyway, all the socials at the men report, except TikTok. Cause I don't do that commie BS and Twitter. Cause I couldn't get the so on Twitter. I'm just at men report or just go to my website, the men And you can link into everything right there. Anyway. Hey, uh, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.